good morning. Good morning. I I think we should just let that play for the next hour, and uh, I'd be good with that. <laughs> what do you think? Good morning. Good morning to you. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. I forgot to turn my microphone. I was sitting there talking, and I thought to myself, oh, I forgot it's Monday. We have technical problems every Monday. But hey, <laughs> this time, I just forgot to turn my mic on. I was sitting there talking. But anyway... Um, hey, oh. good morning. Good af- good afternoon. Good evening to you. It's five o'clock there. I hope you're about to pour a margarita or do something equivalent there at five o'clock. I'm having my morning coffee here, but I'll be joining you oh. with that margarita in, in, in that time, I hope. And this is the Andy <laughs> and Amanda Monday show. It is June 14th. My gosh, the middle of June, just about here. My gosh, where is the time going? Summer is around the corner. The beach, sun, surf, and and, and pretty women and All that pretty stuff. All that good stuff, you know what I mean? All that good stuff. This yeah. is the Andy and Amanda show. I'm Andy Kimball. We do have Amanda Love in the UK, who is my, uh, Hello, my wife. Well, my, my internet wife. My internet wife, I'm yes. clear. <laughs> <laughs> We've never met, folks, okay? Can we talk? We never have. Yeah, this is true. This is one of those, like, arranged um, internet marriages, you know? Neither of us knew it was arranged happening. Marriage. You know, you know yeah. something? <laughs> Think of, you know, that's in the old country, and that back in the day, that's how they did things. You know, it would be arranged. Yeah. You and I probably could have very well been arranged, and 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 probably been you know very good together. You know, <laughs> yeah, who knows? Oh, 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 very bad. Not blaming anybody for that. Could go either way, oh, I guess. Folks. Yeah, yeah. You know, for those of uh, for those of you just joining the show, we are a a, a podcast, uh, a radio, a live radio show on Block Talk Radio, and you can join this talk show by calling five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight, and you can also join the show via the internet by popping us an email at Andy and Amanda Show at gmail dot com. We'll send you a link in return for that, and what you have to do is just. Prepare to join us by wearing a headset, have a microphone, all that kind of stuff, because it would be through a link online. So that's how you do that. Again, the number is 515-605-988. We gladly welcome you aboard our show. We want to hear from you, your thoughts, ideas, opinions, or whatever you might want to talk about. That's what this is all about, trying to Absolutely. solve all the issues and problems of the world. At least we're making an attempt to do so, not that we've been <laughs> successful at all in the past year and a half. But anyway, hey. Wow, it makes us feel good, right? No, we're trying. <laughs> it does make us feel good. It, it absolutely yeah. does. It does. Yeah. You know, I mean, even if we're talking crap, you never know. You know, it could be just as good. Know, you, <laughs> you, you. <laughs> hey, did you have a good weekend? Did you have a good weekend? Oh, yes, I had an amazing weekend. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, I was having a cocktail yesterday. It was uh, mm. incredible. So I had a lot mm. of fun. Splashing around in the pool. Oh, yeah. Oh, that must have been nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> it was so lovely. I can't, you know, complain. Barbecue pool, cocktail. What can I say? Oh. It was just it was a beautiful experience. <laughs> How about uh, you? That's, I splashed around the pool. Well, my pool's the bathtub. I was splashed around in it for a while, too, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know hey, what I mean? If you want a picture yeah, it that no way, you know, it's what makes you happy, <laughs> darling, at the end of the day, right? <laughs> The bathtub is what it takes. Hell yeah, go for it. <laughs> Wait, hold, hold yeah, you know. up. Wait a minute. Yeah, hold. Okay, we will. Hey, you know <clears throat> what I found? We talked about this before. In, in 2014, um, H1N1, uh, in the, the Ebola virus, uh, was, was was something that Barack Obama was confronted with and it never really did it much. It, it was, you know, it had potential to, and some people were affected by it, obviously, but not to hmm. any extent or extreme, obviously, that the corona 
virus has affected the world's population. And uh, yeah. I just want to I just want to visit that for a second for about a minute here. Just this is from 2014. Just just you know we put a little to it, but take take a listen to this. We have to put in place an infrastructure, not just here at home, but globally, that allows us to see it quickly, isolate it quickly, respond to it quickly. So that if and when a new strain of flu, like the Spanish flu, crops up five years from now or a decade from now, we've made the investment. And we're further along to be able to catch it. The funding we're asking for is needed to keep strengthening our capacity here at home so we can respond to any future Ebola cases. It's needed to help us partner with other countries to prevent and deal with future outbreaks and threats before they become epidemics. Mm-hmm. Huh. 2014. 2014. He, uh, he left the Trump administration, uh, Barack Obama, and uh, Vice President at the time, Joe Biden, uh, left Donald Trump a manual. It's about a half an inch or more thick, right? Professionally prepared right. by scientists and physicians on okay. a plan, on a plan, hmm. and a, a, a deal with the plan should some sort of strain, some sort of flu begin to affect the population of the United States and affect the world. Here's how you go about A, B, C, D. Here's what we need to do. Just go down this checklist, like flying an airplane. Go down the checklist, do A, B, C, D, contain this mother. You know, boom, 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 boom. Here's how you contain it. Here's how you deal with it. Here's how we protect mm. the populations and the citizens of the country and the world. Just do what's in this manual. Go through it step by step by step. Here it is. Trump yeah. Trump uh, disregarded. He got rid of the manual, and he also defunded and, and removed the task force that was put in place by the Obama administration to mm. to be a watchdog for a virus such as the coronavirus uh, should it occur around the world, including in China. We had the staff, right. we had the expertise, we had the scientists, we had the physicians in place, we had the, the, the structure set up, the logistics, yeah. the manual, the how-to guide, everything was there. Obama put it right. all together. It was all there. And it wow. just you, know, you go back and you look at this, and uh, you know, Mike. Oh, we we've touched upon this before, but you know, the, the evidence is, is surfacing more and more now. Um, that six hundred five thousand people in America have died from a virus, needlessly. Not all six hundred. You know, we would have lost. You know, however many. Of course, it's, however many is too many. But uh, this mm. thing, you know, and and we're we're kind of on the mend now, and I, you know. Uh, uh, you know, things are starting to open up. The the world's population is be, is be, can become vaccinated. The numbers are are impressive, at least here in the United States. Uh, and I think where they are, where where you are in the UK as well. Yes, I mean how, how things the teams are we're getting there, right? Well, we are getting there. Although um, right now uh, we've been warned today that the UK is on track for a big wave of infections. Um, so they're, they're saying that if the current rate of increase continues, there will be more than 15,000 cases a day by the 21st of June. Is that right? That's yes. kind of back. That's... Yeah, it's all wow. to do with this Delta virus, the, the Indian variant, as they call it. So, um, yeah, that is sweeping the, the UK at the moment. It, it's picking up its speed um, and spread. Um, and it's mainly affecting those who haven't been vaccinated and those who've only had one vaccination. Um, there's been three deaths, I think it is. Um, 
So, uh, unfortunately, they've had to delay the inevitable, like I said on previous shows about um, coming out of lockdown completely. It was meant to be announced on the 21st of June that we were going to be literally coming out of lockdown. Um, but they've delayed yeah. it for another four weeks. Um, so, basically, what would have happened if we did come completely out of lockdown, it would have meant that, you know, they'd have a big, bigger capacity of uh, people, uh, uh, big events. Um, you know, weddings, uh, the restrictions on weddings and things like that would have been completely lifted. Um, Socialising with more than six people indoors um, would have been lifted. So we've still got the minimal restrictions there and social distancing, etc. Um, but it's working at the moment. It's working. Unfortunately, this, this variant was predicted to, to pick up anyway. Um, Boris, like I said on the previous show, had pre-warned that in the summer... It was likely to see a third wave hitting the UK um, simply because, you know, science and, and the weather and everything like that, you know, flu viruses pick up at certain times of the year. Um, this one's no different. So in a way, it doesn't surprise me that this is happening right now here in the UK. But at the same time, I'm very disappointed, as I imagine millions of us are here. And um, yeah, we're just holding on to our hats and uh, hoping for the best, Andy. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, yeah. I know there's a new strain that they're they're so, they're so concerned about. Uh, at the same time, there's another vaccine on the way uh, called no. Wait, that's orthonovum. That's that's a birth control pill. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you never know that might help. <laughs> <laughs> no, wrong. Wait, uh, that's I'm not thinking of birth control pill. Um, no, oh, that's it. No. <sighs> Novax, Nova, Novax. The vaccine's, uh, it, yeah, it's a uh, new kind of COVID nineteen vaccine, which is uh, out, and and the results have been very good in it. Uh, in that, that it had a hundred percent efficacy against the original strain of the coronavirus, and about a ninety three percent plus something efficacy against more uh, worrisome variants that have subsequently appeared all over the world. Um, so. That's on its way. They did a trial uh, with 29,000, almost 30,000 volunteers in the United States and Mexico in the study. Two-thirds of those volunteers received two shots of the vaccine, and one-third received two shots of a placebo. The birth control. Right. Anyway, no. Right. <laughs> no. 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 Well, I was just saying earlier, no. But um, 77 cases of COVID-19 occurred during the study out of 30,000. So, right. yeah, uh, so that's another vaccine on its way, and we'll see what okay. happens with that. But um, yeah, this this you know it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the with the strains. But uh, we're starting to in America, in North America, yeah. Yeah. Um, we're opening up. Uh, I'm going to the Dodgers baseball game tomorrow night in Dodger Stadium. Oh yeah, the, the Dodgers and my former hometown team and the hometown of. Uh, of our guest on Friday, of Joe Richmond of the 76ers and the Harlem Globetrotters and the sports guy that he is, I, I told him, yeah, I'm going to be rooting for the Phillies here in Dodger Town, um, <laughs> Los Angeles, tomorrow That's night. Amazing. But, uh, you know, I've been, I've been to a baseball game since 2019, and it's going to be, you know, so I got some good seats. I spent some good money. You know, I said, I'm treating, you know, bam, I'm going to go um, get some good tickets and, the, and then go ahead and enjoy good old baseball, you know. Dodger oh, baseball, Dodger Phillies you know, tomorrow night. Really looking forward to it. Yeah. 
When I finally get to the US one day, I'm going to definitely make sure I go to a baseball game because it's something I've always wanted to do. I admire the sport. I love the the um the outfits, you know. I love the the branding. I love I love everything about it. It just um it's so cool and um yeah. Definitely well, I on hope, my bucket list to do. <laughs> I hope that we I hope we get you here over the summer. We talked about that. Actually, we talked about that last was that last year when we were going to cover the yeah. AVN Awards live in Las Vegas in May? Yeah, yeah that's the porn I'll awards for those of you who don't know. Yeah, we were going to cover the Mandarin <laughs> and I were going to cover the porn awards, and um, so uh, <laughs> we couldn't get her here for that. But maybe over the summer, and you know, you know, you don't know. I mean, who knows? Maybe you know. I heard travel. You know, I also what's happening is different countries around the world are starting to unroll, unveil, unroll, on whatever. Um, a uh, what looks or appears to be a a passport of sorts that would prove that you've been vaccinated, yeah. or that you've had, or that if not vaccinated, that you've actually had the coronavirus. You've tested negative, um, and uh, they're not doing that in the United States. There's a lot of controversy thereof uh, for various reasons, but uh, in different places around the world, Australia, South Africa, I think. Are they doing that? I know in Europe yeah. they are. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there was, there was big talk mm-hmm. about it, and um, I'm sure it's brought in as a trial basis. I've not heard any more as to whether it's going to be a, a legit permanent thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They haven't mentioned what else they're applying it to, but it, it, it was something they were testing. So um be interesting to know what they're doing with that. But I can see everybody doing it. seems to be like the most sensible thing for a lot of countries, right? Yep. Yeah, I wonder what. Uh, yeah, I wonder how they're gonna do. You know, it's a yeah. thing, such a such a fuck up. I mean, the whole this whole this thing. You know, this whole. <laughs> and, and you know, so many people lost their lives. I mean, my God, the death toll. And know what's happening now in America? Mass shootings. Like every time you open the paper, there's another shooting where more than one person gets shot and killed, innocent people. Oh my goodness. Yeah. We, we've covered this a lot in the show in the last couple of weeks. We've talked about gun control and shootings and the difference between, you know, and how people. <laughs> this sounds kind of crazy. <laughs> but I'm going to say it anyway. How... Okay. <laughs> God, Andy, you're sick. All right. <laughs> These people are sick. Where were they coming to Trump? Um, how, how... <laughs> Listen to what I'm about to say, and you'll see why I'm joking up about it. Um, how people are killed in the UK versus here in America. That's all right. Okay. You're gonna kill the mass shootings and guns of the UK. You know what I'm saying. In other words, how the mur- you know you 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 don't see this in Europe. You don't see this anywhere in the world. You don't see this anywhere in the world outside of the United States. Mass shootings and people having assault rifles and weapons of, of, of that are meant to to maim, kill in, in times of war. You know, and people other own these weapons. The, uh, other than the the labeled terrorist attacks that go on, like yeah. We've well, we've yeah. had them here in Tartan in France and places like that. But other than yeah. that, no, I mean, um, more third world countries, I'm sure they have a majority of things going on. I mean, places like Africa, um, where there's mm-hmm. killings going on all the time, all day, every day, by their own like police forces and um, you know corrupt um, members of the the forces and government there. I mean, trying to get money out of you, and if you don't give them money killing you on the spot and 
things like that. And if you're a tourist going over there in some places, you've got to be ever so careful because you will get stopped by an official just for the fun of it, just so they can mm. see if you've got enough money on you to pay them off, basically, so they'll let you go to where you want to go to. And that that's kind of scary. Mm. You know, um, you know it, it, it's unreal. You know, and I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, do you, do you remember the Ten Commandments? Were you around then? No. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I have a vague memory there somewhere. Oh wait, no, sorry, that was on my tablet. Um, but, <laughs> you know, no, no. somebody goes, <laughs> so, somebody goes to the top of a mountain or something like that, and and he's handed an iPad or something with, uh, with the equivalent of such, uh, with uh, with ten rules, you know, arbitrary ten rules, just not not twenty six no. rules, no, ten rules, you know, Ooh, exactly, imagine them ten, ten yeah. rules. Of you know, and and there's unlike like here we have the you know the Constitution, they have amendments. How come there's never been an amendment to the Ten Commandments? How can why mm. can't we have an amendment? Thou shalt not kill with the no, do, no no mass shootings. I don't I don't know what what the hell you know. Yeah, you have these ten yeah. ten rules. You know, you, if you do these ten rules, as a matter of fact, I've got something here. Okay, I got something here um, regarding. Okay, and nobody could tell this better. I express my feelings better regarding the Ten Commandments and religion. Nobody does it better than the late great comedian George Carlin. Take a listen. Ah, oh. folks, here's something else I got a problem with: the Ten Commandments. Here's my problem: Why are there ten? You don't need ten. I think the list of commandments was deliberately and artificially inflated to get it up to ten. It's a padded list. Here's what they did. About 5,000 years ago, a bunch of religious and political hustlers got together to try to figure out how to control people, how to keep them in line. They knew people were basically stupid and would believe anything they were told, so they announced that God had given them some commandments. Up on a mountain, when no one was around, God had given them the Ten Commandments. But let me ask you this. When they were sitting around making this shit up, why did they pick ten? Why 10? Why not 9 or 11? I'll tell you why. Because 10 sounds official. 10 sounds important. They knew if it was 11, people wouldn't take it seriously. Say, what, are you kidding me? The 11 commandments? Get the fuck out of here. But 10, 10 sounds important. 10 is the basis for the decimal system. It's a decade. It's a psychologically satisfying number. The top 10, the 10 most wanted, the 10 best dressed. So having Ten Commandments was really a marketing decision. And to me, it's clearly a bullshit list. It's a political document artificially inflated to sell better. I'm going to show you how you could reduce the number of commandments and come up with a list that's a little more workable and logical. We're going to start with the first three. But in the bullshit department, in the bullshit department, a businessman can't hold a candle to a clergyman. Because I got to tell you the truth, folks. I got to tell you the truth. When it comes to bullshit, big time, major league bullshit, you have to stand in awe. In awe of the all-time champion of false promises and exaggerated claims, religion. No contest. No contest. Religion, religion easily has the greatest bullshit story ever told. Think about it. Religion has actually convinced people that there's an invisible man. 
living in the sky who watches everything you do every minute of every day. And the invisible man has a special list of ten things he does not want you to do. And if you do any of these ten things, he has a special place full of fire and smoke and burning and torture and anguish where he will send you to live and suffer and burn and choke and scream and cry forever and ever till the end of time. But he loves you. He loves you. He loves you and he needs money. He always needs money. He's all-powerful, all-perfect, all-knowing, and all-wise. Somehow, just can't handle money. Religion takes in billions of dollars, they pay no taxes, and they always need a little more. Now, you talk about a good bullshit story. Holy shit. Yeah. That was a mm -hmm. funny take on that. I gotta admit, that was a funny take on that. Yeah, I want to I do, do another one, uh, maybe later in the week, where he talks about, you know, God being uh, the leading cause of death in the world. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> oh, you don't? You, do you believe in God? No, I don't. Wow, you, you don't? Do you believe in God? Yes, my God, no. You believe? In, <laughs> you believe in God? No, I believe in Buddha. You, Muslim. You know? Oh, you don't believe in Muslim? You know. Yes. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll get that. But that's I, I couldn't resist because I, I just you know I was thinking about you know gun control and and the coronavirus yeah. and all these, yeah. these catastrophes that were were faced you know these hor horrific adventures that were being dealt and and started thinking well you know how come how come nobody's going to a mountain now i mean there's uh mount rushmore up there i mean there's mountains all over the world mount fiji yeah. uh, mount everest somebody can climb up there and how come they're not being handed a new set of commandments yeah how yeah. what just once it's, just once you think, it, you, you, know, think you, you think you think you give an update you know how you it's a book and then there's an, like an update or you know here's the new revised uh edition even dictionary is revised here's the dictionary you know, <laughs> the, new, the new webster's encyclopedia whatever you know the, the new you know yeah. You know what I mean? Everything's updated. Your your everything's updated all the time. Your computers, your everything. How come? How come your Ten Commandments have never been updated? Hmm? Do you know, I um, I I, I hmm. haven't got an answer for that. But you know what? I was listening to that, that <laughs> clip. <laughs> well, I, was just I thought you. I, damn! I thought you thoroughly did. I thought you had an answer for that. <laughs> it got me thinking about the responsibility um, humans um, dismiss so easily. So, of course, yes. when anything goes wrong in the world, it's like, where's God? Why is he doing anything? It's like, yeah, yeah. hello? Yeah. Well, uh -huh. okay, so who's causing this in the first place? Uh, we are. Okay, so are. how can we change things? Um, who, who's capable of doing it? Uh, right. So if we're not working together to try and make these changes, then we're the ones fucking up, right? So we're expecting yep. this, this outside force. To come mm -hmm. in, swoop us, and save us, just so we can recreate the same issue over and over again. It's like, where's the responsibility? We're not. We just people in general. We just do not take enough responsibility for our actions and ourselves, and the things we say to people, the things we think, the things we do. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. the way we treat treat others, animals, whatever it is, the the planet, the environment. Mm -hmm. It goes on and on and on. Our bodies, the way we disrespect our bodies. I don't think anybody likes to admit that any of this 
is in our control because mm-hmm. that would mean that we're the ones fucking up. And so, yeah. you know, no one wants to take that responsibility. So it's quite easy for everyone, even within religion and um, any kind of spirituality practice as well, to say, oh, it's the universe's fault. Oh, it's God's fault. It's, it's, it's you know, this grand creator's fault, blah, 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 blah. The list goes on. We just don't take responsibility for anything that we do. And um, I think well, that's we, where we kind a lot of, of anger comes from. Yeah. We kind of had an answer for that on the show as to why that is. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the human element has been removed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd so like to else? see that new updated commandment thing. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, <laughs> come on, you know, come on. Yeah, you we know? could create one, couldn't we? Let, you know, <laughs> we should. We should publish an amended, amended edition of the Ten Commandments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll hand you an iPad. You know. <laughs> what would you Comes put on it, Andy? What would you put? That's a, a, oh, oh, you, you oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got you thinking now, yeah. I, I'm just sat here thinking the same thing. Well, oh shit, I've just asked Andy that question. I've got to answer that myself. <laughs> yeah, you know, what I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's cool. Okay. <laughs> um, what I'm thinking is this. I, I think. You know, people have got this theory that they'll want less sex at home if they're having it elsewhere, but in fact, um, there's a thing called the hydraulic pump theory that says that if you are having lots of sex mm-hmm. elsewhere, you want more because your sex drive is increased by the sort of you know, illicitness of the affair and you're sort of hornier than what you were before, basically. So, so often that's not a sign. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Phone lines are up. Let's see who we got here. Hey, who do you hear us? You're on the Andy and Amanda show. Who do we have here? It's Lisa, Andy. How are you? Hey, Lisa Mann from hey, South Lisa. Carolina. South Carolina. You remember me? I do. <laughs> Good to have you back on. Good to hey, have you hey, back Amanda. on. How are you guys? We're doing, doing good. Great. I think we're doing good, aren't we, Andy? We're doing real well. It's the Monday show. Yeah. We're back for to another week on the on the Andy and Amanda show, and great to have you back aboard there. How was your weekend there, Lisa? There in South Carolina. Great, great, great. Real hot here, as you can imagine. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. What's the temperature there? What's the temperature? Today it's going to be about eighty-eight. It's not yet, but afternoon wow. it'll definitely eighty-ish now, and it's very humid. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't. I'm trying to think what the temperature is here in the UK. So I know it's getting hotter. It was like, let's see, it was 26 yesterday. I'm trying to work out uh, like in Fahrenheit. Andy probably is good on the ball with that one. It's um, mm. it's 73 currently here at the moment. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's uh, comfortable. Very comfortable. Yeah, that's very comfortable yeah. there. Yeah. Okay, you know, we, 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 know, we talk about weather too much on this show. You know, we should... Oh, speaking <laughs> of weather and the world, speaking of weather, let me look this up real quick. Let me get to this real quick. Hold on a minute. Hold, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Okay. Because, because I have some... Drum roll, please. We have some news regarding our listenership here on Blog Talk Radio and that the that South America is beginning to fill up. Uh, we oh. have new listeners on board that are, that is you know small percentile but a gaining percentile in the following countries that all came on last week. Argentina, okay. welcome aboard. Argentina. Wow. 
Peru we, was with us before, but Ecuador is now on board. Oh wow! And Colombia was on, and Brasilia, Brasilia. Brasilia. <laughs> what do you call that? <laughs> What's that country that. called? Brasilia. <laughs> God, no, Brasilia. Oh my God. <laughs> That's some Brazilian. That's from Brasilia. <laughs> uh, I like it. A, I prefer that. And there's also a very small country over in Africa that just lit up last week as well. So I have this map here, and it lights up blue where our listenership is, and mm. um, and also Liberia. We're in Liberia now as well. Wow. And, and, okay. Uh, so that all all came on board last week. All those new wow. companies that I just named all came on board last week. So I welcome. If they just made an agreement with each other. You know, you heard that show. Yeah, it, it, just jump on board. Yeah, our numbers are really. I mean, they took a big spike up uh, last week. We we must be doing something. I'm not going to say Aww. something right because I, I know if we're doing something right, but we're doing something. Wow. Well, don't know. That's the exactly what, But we're having fun. We, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're doing something. <laughs> but yeah, our numbers are. Uh, must I know why? I know why. It's because Lisa's been joining us. That's that's. that's oh. <laughs> well, thank you, Lisa. Thank you for bringing them on board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh, to our new listeners, though, I'm so so grateful. Both Andy and I are tremendously grateful for you showing your support and and joining us. And hopefully, you get to listen to our previous shows as well that we have on um, podcast download, and uh, you can kind of listen back to um, our progress as we've made it to this point are uh, wacky and fun and uh, informative and crazy and uh, outrageous and spooky. And uh, I think the list goes mm-hmm. on there, Andy, right? We've covered pretty much so much. We've covered a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. That was beautiful. Yeah. Thank you, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, wonderful. Yeah, I'm I listen so- live when I can because it's easier for me to listen live than to listen back to the podcast. So yeah, that's well, great. Yeah, well, that's great. Again, no, uh, we appreciate that. And like Lisa, anybody is free to join us. We have uh, uh, a bunch of phone lines, and the number to get in is five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. Anywhere in North America, internationally, of course, our country code here here in the U.S. is one. So it's one five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. From wherever you are in the world. You can join the show and be part of what we're doing here, and we welcome you on board accordingly. Anyway, um, we'll make you feel welcome. Hey, hey. So, what else is going on there in the UK? Uh, (laughs) Mainly just stuff to do with COVID, sweetie. I mean, it's just um, see. They're talking about the new kind of uh, conditions to look out for. Conditions, excuse me, symptoms regarding the Delta variant. So that's now saying that a headache, sore throat, and runny nose are now the most common reported symptoms mm-hmm. linked to the infection. And to still look mm-hmm. out for the classic cough, fever, loss of smell or taste. Uh, but I just wanted to put that out there for people because I'm sure there's plenty of people walking around right now with headaches and runny noses thinking it's just hay fever when it could simply be, well, not simply, very unfortunately, um, the Delta variant, but uh, so they're, they're urging people now to just please go and get tested just in case, so they can you know try and mm-hmm. cap this and contain it and and, and, and minimize it the most they can. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, there's been some interesting things actually in uh, the news. 
Talking about NATO mm-hmm. facing up to China's rise. Right, um, right, right. You know, yeah. Biden's over there now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he? Okay. Yeah. Do you know yeah. more about yeah. that than I do? Because I've uh, probably not. <laughs> probably, probably don't. You, you I know, just saw the title and thought, ooh, oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, what's it? Mm-hmm. The head of NATO has urged members to respond to China's rise at a summit designed to shore up U.S. support for the Western Alliance. Yeah, mm. that sounds real good. The Western Alliance sounds strong, powerful. You know, it sounds like a superhero team-up. <laughs> um mm. So, yeah, China's behavior. Okay, what's that then? So um, it's saying the summit in Brussels issued a statement describing China's behavior as a systemic challenge. Have they been naughty then? What's been going on, huh? Mm. (laughs) I love the music in the background right now. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) They also agreed to keep Kabul airport running as the U.S. and its allies withdraw, withdraw troops from Afghanistan. Okay, okay, okay. Uh Yeah. It is the U.S. President Joe Biden's first NATO meeting. Well, good luck, Joe. Well done. Uh, NATO is a powerful political and military alliance between 30 European and North American countries. Wonderful. It was established after World War II in response to the threat of communist expansion. So I want to know what this is about China. This is all good and well, you know, giving these little facts here and there, but you're not really saying anything. Oh, here we go, here we go. No. Okay, so according go to... Summit's um, communique. China's stated ambitions and assertive behavior present systemic challenges to the rule-based international order and to areas relevant to alliance security. Document says China is rapidly expanding its nuclear arsenal, um, is opaque, and in the modernization of its military and is cooperating military with Russia. Okay, we remain concerned with China's frequent lack of transparency and use of disinformation. Well, that's not good. Mm. Well, it's not no, good. They're saying we're not much. entering a new Cold War and China is not uh, our adversary, not our enemy. Uh, Mr. Stol- Stoltenberg? Yeah, Mr. Stoltenberg told reporters at NATO headquarters ahead of the summit. Uh, but we need to address together, as the alliance, the challenges that the rise of China poses to our security. Well, I guess they're back in the headlines then, China. If it wasn't to do with the um, the whole virus, it's now to do with this, right? Yeah, my gosh. You know? Let's ask China, there's, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> we asked China that question. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it, it's it's interesting now because that's kind of a, that's opening up now as to what, you know, they're going to start investigating, I guess, to whatever level or able to as to how this you know, horrific virus uh, came to be, and uh, and we've we've gone back and forth with all sorts of theories and and compared and contrasted the various uh, you know uh, theories and and scientific evidence of such on the show many times over the past year, and uh, mm. and oh well, you know the answer is you, you, we don't know and nobody does and to, for anybody to, to to come to a judgment oh we told you this thing was was invented in the lab like Trump's been out there now touting oh we told you it came from China China lab we we don't know we don't know. And, and to yeah. and to go out and make yeah. that conclusion, just as he did uh, that the election is going to be rigged. You know all these things that you know we we don't know. And you know as, as I hate to keep saying this, but you don't know what you don't know, and we don't know mm. that. So yeah, you know, let's just see, let's yeah. see how it, let's leave it alone and and let the experts and scientists and physicians and that community and that world do what they do. And they have Absolutely. expertise in that. We don't. Nobody does but that community. And we need to Absolutely. let them do their job. Yeah. yeah. So. 
pretty much. Right. We just provide yeah. commentary <laughs> of our own yeah, and that's, opinions. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and anybody's free to comment and say, well, if, there, if this was developed in a lab, then this. Okay, but if this came from a bat, then this. And you, sure, you have that mm. conversation, and hypothetically, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, you know, where does that get you? Nowhere. It's like, you know, half, half the things you do in your life and what dictates, and we, we've been here before too, what you end up doing in your life, a lot of what you end up doing, decisions you make in your life are based on things that happened to you in the past. And some of those that happened to you in your past were not as significant as you interpret them as being. And therefore, you make mm. these decisions based on the story, which may not be well-founded in the first place. And wow, here we go round and round. Welcome to being a human being, you know. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, when you, when you don't know, just like, you know, you know, this, being a former pilot when, there, when there's a aviation catastrophe of some sort and, and so people are, are into make judgments and right away and here's what happened and here's what they should and we need to change this law. You, you know, there are people yeah. who are very, very well trained who, who go in, you know, they dissect every every aspect there is of, of an incident or a catastrophe, such as the virus, such as an airplane crash or a boat sinking, whatever it might be, a, a, a large you know, train or a car crash. And, and they yeah. investigate, and, and, and that's what they do. So you let them do what they do, you know? Um, yeah. But anyway, so we don't know. It'll be interesting. We'll follow that story because it needs to be followed, you know, as, as things open up. Um, here in the yeah, United States, the big, the big thing is, uh, is infrastructure, infrastructure, infrastructure. And there's, there's parts of the infrastructure bill. Infrastructure means highways, airports, bridges, you know, infrastructure, uh, transportation, <laughs> and and the and the uh, Democrats have added some things to that bill because if they didn't, um, they would go ignored. Uh, and so what the some Republicans are debating is why why is a uh, a section in the infrastructure bill tending to uh, maternity leave for women and women's rights? What's that have to do with infrastructure? Yeah. Well, it's got a whole lot to do with infrastructure when you think about it. But they're thinking, mm. but they're saying, why don't we just handle that as a separate matter? Why? Because it won't be handled. That's why. How many times have we seen that? Susan Collins, oh, who is yeah. a, a, who I would say is a more moderate Republican in the great state of Maine, uh, was yeah. interviewed, and uh, we have um, we we also uh, have her interviewed here on the Andy Demanda show, um, and I think I like our uh, interpretation of this interview a little better. So let's hear what she has to say regarding the progress of this infrastructure bill and what it, it and some details thereof. Okay. Well, first I want to give credit to uh, Senator Capito who led the previous negotiations because she certainly advanced the ball. Who has done this thing? Oh my goodness. Where ours is different is first of all it's bipartisan. We have five Republicans and five Democrats. Who got together to hammer out the framework for a targeted, responsible infrastructure package. Wait, hold, hold up, wait a minute. One way that it differs is that it includes provisions for resiliency, for strengthening uh, the materials that we use to, to build our roads and bridges. Ah, oh, shit, we failed. Quite a good scene, isn't it? One man crazy and to strengthen our electrical infrastructure. It includes some energy provisions that are important to the administration. When I give the word, throw the first switch. You've got it, master. Get ready. Get set. Go!
There won't be a, de a gas tax increase. And we won't be undoing the 2017 uh, tax reform bill. I think that was a booby trap. I, let me talk about three of the paid-fors. First. The implementation of an infrastructure financing authority. That's very similar to the state revolving funds that we used for sewer and water projects. Oh, my goodness. And it's a bipartisan proposal that was first put forth by Senators Mark Warner and Roy Blunt. The second. Would be to repurpose some of the COVID funding that has not been spent uh, in the $1.9 trillion package that was enacted in March. I'm the one that's trying to save it. Oh, my goodness. There were restrictions on what the funding could be used for. It could be used for water, sewer, and broadband. We would make it more flexible so it could be used for infrastructure projects. The third. There would be a provision for electric vehicles to pay their fair share of using our roads and bridges. Right now, they are literally free riders because they're not paying any gas tax. So those are three of the provisions that we've taken a look at. And when you have a state like California, which has an enormous surplus and yet we're giving billions of additional dollars to that state. And it looks like they're going to live happily ever after. I think we can find room uh, to repurpose some of this money. Together we're going to defund our freedoms. In addition, if you look at what has been spent, there literally is hundreds of billions of dollars in the pipeline going back to the initial CARES Act that was passed in March of last year. Nobody ever thought what is happening would happen. Uh, we have put an enormous amount of money, and rightfully so, into fighting COVID. Last year, we had five bipartisan bills. Honorary member of the Bills Mafia? And this year, uh, President Biden added another $1.9 trillion. Oh, my goodness. That included a lot of funding that was not directly for fighting COVID. We are focusing on the traditional infrastructure definition. Roads, bridges, airports, seaports, waterways. Interestingly, he credited their fear of angering the British media. And I think that makes sense. Oh, my goodness. I think we need to take a look at barriers to the workforce, at the need for more home health care. There's no one who's been a bigger advocate of home health care than I have been. They defend the wrong things. And we also have to learn lessons from the pandemic that we can use, for example, telemedicine to reach people in an effective way. Reach out, reach out and touch someone. But we need to reimburse for that. <laughs> so we can look at these issues, but they are not infrastructure. This is, in some ways, just the beginning for us. Oh, my goodness. And they should be considered separately, and I believe they will be. I'm not going down under... Get that thing out of my sight! <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. Oh, my God, I always enjoy those. <laughs> <laughs> I sit here trying to hold my, my little giggle, and it's just like sometimes it's just a nightbrush. I can't help myself. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> 
And that's what we're about here on the Andy and Amanda Show. Again, I'll keep putting our number out here because uh, we have one. 515-605-9888. And would you realize that, that most of our audience, a large part of our audience, it tunes in and listens to the podcast on a pretty regular basis because we're distributed all over the place on all the various platforms. And we appreciate your uh, listenership and your tuning in. And, and you're free to email us suggestions if you want to join the show or if you want to be a guest or know somebody who is of uh, – how do you say it? Everybody's important. So I don't want to say importance uh, of, of media significance maybe. Uh, oh, I see uh, what you're saying. Well, you know, yes. To be a guest yes. on the show. You, know, you, don't, you don't have to really yeah. be famous to be a guest. I don't know. But, call, no. you know, if you, if you want to be a guest, <laughs> you want to be a guest. Hey, you know uh, – Give us, you know, emails, Andy. Hmm? Say what? Hey, Andy. I heard you was going to a baseball game. You going to see the Dodgers and the Phillies? And the Phillies tomorrow night. Cool. Definitely. Yes. When, when Amanda is over, we got to take it to a ball game, no doubt. Yeah, we're we're is. going <laughs> we're we're going to try to get to make that happen sometime over the summer, pending travel restrictions and capability and all these other things. It's been obviously tough to do anything. The only oh, yeah. the only downside the only downside of that, which I'm which you know isn't really it depends how you look at it. Part of our you know we've never met and once we meet we can't say that anymore. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Perhaps what happened is that what we did uh, brought it about. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I definitely want to uh, to get you here, and um, no, and we'll do it. I'll, I'll uh, get there. I will get there. Yeah, it, 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 it yeah. will happen when, when it's supposed to. I'm uh, one of those believers mm-hmm. that you know when something is you know alignment to happen, it will it will happen. I've heard that. Be, I've heard that. Okay, to take an orgasm. Ah, mm-hmm. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when it will happen. Fake it till you make it, they say, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's probably what it is. Yeah. 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 Oh. Wait a second. I got excited for a second. <laughs> Just a second. Good old Elvis. Nothing oh, like Elvis. Yeah. Elvis. No, that. Yeah. That wasn't Elvis. Was it Elvis? Wow. That was Elvis. Yeah, Elvis took a pound off. Wow. You didn't know that, Amanda? <laughs> no, I did know that, but you know what? For, I heard that clip for a moment. I was like, that didn't sound like Elvis. You ever heard that? Yeah, Elvis, yeah, nothing but a hound dog. You know, um, somebody, uh, an, an actor who was in the movie Deliverance, Ned Beatty, yeah. and so and a lot of other movies, but I think Deliverance yeah. was his role. Um, and he was known for... He was known for that was yes. Ned, Ned Beatty. <laughs> yes, eighty-three years old, passed away recently, and he has oh, one. You know, yeah, oh, one wow. hell of an acting career. No yeah, he just passed wow. away recently, and uh, sorry to see him go. Of course, uh, uh, another. But, you know, great, great, great guy and a very talented actor. And, and 83 is not, is not three. Is, no. What, what they used to but say is like, I'd say the, the yeah. what was like 50 years ago, or, you know, the 50, the new 50, whatever, you know. Was he the one in um, Dick Tracy? 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Bless him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah to, yeah, to, to be fair, I have him. seen a, a lot of movies with him in. There was only a few that I ever watched. But that one just mm-hmm. springs to mind, I think, because of the, the whole style of it and, you know, the class of it, and it was uh, quite unique. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, Lisa, was she saying something then? No, I forgot what I said. Oh, damn you it, sorry. My... <laughs> sorry. It, it, it must be something on this show. It happens to me all the time. Ah, all yeah. the time. You know what song I heard today by Elvis? I heard uh, Burning what? Love. Don't hear that one very uh, oh. often. That's a great one. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I got to tell you a funny story. When I was visiting family, my in-laws out in Michigan years and years ago, we all went out to this uh, bar where there's a – and I'm I'm actually a very modest person. I I don't – you know, I'm pretty – you know, I stay in the background. I can strum the guitar or whatever, but I don't don't really – you know, I I try not to dominate places I go or to – especially getting on stage and singing karaoke because, you know, uh, the way I put it is if Bob Dylan can sing, well, then so can I. And um, (laughs) if if, uh, so, my family, my brother-in-law, whoever was, goes up to the karaoke and signs me up to sing Hunk of Burn in Love. So they call my name. And Eddie, you're singing Hunk of Burning Love. I didn't know. I never heard of the song before. I didn't know how karaoke worked. So the lyrics come up on the screen during karaoke. Well, I didn't see them, and because I didn't know the words, I just made up my own words. <laughs> I like it. Can you remember I made up words? my own. I was, I, I, it was something to do. Uh, what was it? Uh, what was I singing about? I think it was... Uh, uh, I don't remember. It's too long ago, but... Um, I don't know. I don't know, but <laughs> it was funny. It, 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 it was... It was I think I sang something like... Uh, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Something like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That must have been quite um, a situation. Wow. I mean, was, for me, I think if I... I would probably freeze on the spot thinking, shit, I can't remember the words. What am I going to do now? I guess that's like the, the most obvious thing to jump to, though, right? Or even that will just walk off stage. Yeah. Oh, I got to tell you a funny, another funny story, karaoke story. A couple of years ago, I was at the Annapolis Boat Show in Annapolis, Maryland, and mm-hmm. there was uh, somebody who I knew um, was there in Annapolis at this bar, karaoke bar. And I don't hang at karaoke bars, but, you know, karaoke, another one. So um, she's tall. Or, well, she wasn't that tall, but she looked like she could have been tall. She wasn't mm-hmm. tall, but she had the presence. She looked like she could have been in a taller body, you know, very pretty – you know, thin, slender, blonde, huh. right? And and I figured, yeah. so I went I went to the karaoke, and we had been drinking all night. So um, so what else is new? No, so I went up to the karaoke person, <laughs> and, and I requested a song. And I, I'll tell you what it is in a second. I said, you have this song? And they said, yeah. And, and they came, they, they announced my name. And she had no idea what I was going to do. And I grabbed her hand, and I took mm. her up on stage. She's standing up. I kneeled down on my knees, so I come up to her waist, and we begin to sing, I Got, I got You, Babe. Don't I laugh! Got you, babe. <laughs> oh, my God, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my knees. I come under her waist, and she's there standing up. I got you, babe. Do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the place got a good laugh. The place got a good laugh. Only on the Andy and Amanda show. We should get a video of these things uh, as well here. I know, right? Oh, that's so funny. <sighs> I love hearing about yeah. these experiences. It is just uh, oh, it's hilarious. Crazy. Um, I'll have to share 
um, some of the drunkard things that um, happened around me when I was younger, going out clubbing and things like that. Um, tell me. Tell I, us. Tell well, the audience. I had, had a bit of a night of a disaster, really. You know, I mean, it's, it doesn't rank up there as like something in the movie. I wouldn't go that far, but it was, it was quite funny at the time. I was like 17, and, and um, so I'm like, okay, you're going out pubbing, and um, I've got this like wraparound skirt on, and I've got this bodysuit underneath, and I've got um, tights on and um, these heeled shoes and this jacket. So we're all going out and uh, me and my friend who's behind my other friends, casually walking along and to start off the, the disaster of a night, my heel gets stuck in a drain. So I'm like, oh, great. Whoa. So I'm, there's me stood there oh. and my foot stuck. And I'm like, right, take take my foot out, get the shoe. And then my the heel broke off the shoe. I was like, shit, I'm going to have to try and fix this. So... We managed to fix it, thankfully, otherwise my whole night would have been ruined. And so that was the hilarity to start off with. So oh then I, I go into the, the pub. Bear in mind now, I'm, I'm, I'm not someone who drinks very often, so I was, you know, easily to um, get drunk. And so my friends would always take the, the mick out of me saying, oh, yeah, yeah, we could all chip in to get her drunk. And so um, I ended up drinking, I think it was cider to start with. So I thought, you know what, I really <laughs> fancy cider. So I had this cider. So that hit me straight away. And then we go to the next pub. And I'm trying to sit on this bar stool and not having much luck. So, you know, I'm edging my, my bottom onto this bar stool and it keeps moving. I get up, move a little closer to it and try to edge back on it and keeps moving. By, the, by you know, 10 seconds later, I was down the end of the bar chasing this bar stool to try and sit on it, um, which I found mm. hilarious and so did the other people around me. And we ended up spinning drinks down this woman's back, trying to get our drinks from the, uh, the barman. We went on mm. to a club and... Mm. Um, my friend fell over the uh, banisters, leaning on the stairs. Oh, jeez. talked to this guy. It was hilarious. She stood there chatting up this guy. This guy's looking up at her like, yo, starry-eyed. Next thing I know, she's leaning over a bit too far. Her legs go up in the air. She flies over, and she's still hanging on to the, uh, the what do you call it, um, the banister, you know, the pole mm-hmm. thingy, mm-hmm. whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's still oh, holding geez. on to it. So we're all just busting our sides laughing. And um, she finally let go, and this guy grabs her waist, and so that was funny. I ended up mm. dropping something on the floor, and I went to get to bend down and pick it up and smack my head on the bar. And then we Jeez. went on to this, this other club, and I, I was desperate for the toilet. So, you know, us girls, we go in together. We're like, oh, yeah, I need to go to I always for... wondered about that, but yes. Yeah. Yes. How do you yes, know? We yes, don't yes. find it embarrassing. We just go in there, and we have a chat, whatever. So I'm in my cubicle. They're in their cubicles. I can hear them talking and washing their hands, and uh, they're all leaving. And then I hear... Amanda? I'm like, yeah. Are you okay? I'm like, and they couldn't understand what was going on. It was taking me ages to use the bathroom because mm. I had to literally get undressed. I had to untie this wraparound shirt, undo this bodysuit, flip the mm. skirt over my shoulder. Mm. Oh, it mm. was quite a situation, Andy. I want to hear more. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I uh-huh. literally had to strip uh-huh. off just to use the bathroom. Uh-huh. Oh, really? So, um, oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. It was Next. a bad choice. On 60 seconds. No, uh, no. <laughs> It was a funny time. It was a funny time. But like I said, it was one fiasco after the other. And by the time I got home, I don't even remember getting up to bed. I'd undressed myself going up the stairs, which I can't remember. And when I woke up the next day of a terrible hangover, I found this trail of clothes just going down the stairs. And I'm like, how the hell did that happen? Can't remember getting there. It was mm. it was very funny. Very funny. Mm. That's, that's, I, I, I'm, I'm imagining this. I mean, I don't know. It's like, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Like I said, uh, it doesn't quite rank up there with some movies, you know, because, you know, there's hilarious movies with things like that happening. But, you know, it's one of those nights where just one disaster after the other, just it just 
it was so funny at the time. You had to be there to appreciate it. But um, I haven't had a night like that since. But uh, yeah, it, yes. it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it sounds like it. It sounds like yeah. it. I got to tell yeah. you, it sounds like it. So uh, you know, there are some other things I want to get to. We're 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 out of here in about a minute and a half, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll get to whatever I was going to get to because uh, I think it was something to do with uh, everybody say orgasm loud. Something like that. <laughs> and um, <laughs> um, so um um all right um, uh, uh, <laughs> yes so. Um, On the next Andy Amanda show, we're here again on Wednesday. We're live at at noon California time, 3 p.m. Excuse me, in the East Coast and 8 p.m. in the UK. And likewise for Friday. Other than that, you are free to listen to our show at any time on BlockTalkRadio.com, of course, and whatever the podcast network you're listening to. I was having fun early this morning listening to Friday's show on TuneIn Radio just to see what we actually sound like. And I was like, you know, it's not bad, not bad at all. No, not <laughs> What do you think, Lisa? How do people do, Lisa? Here's a caller. What do you think, Lisa? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Call me off. Advise me to keep my fingers away from me. So. Yes. <laughs> what well, are you listen, talking about? Tomorrow, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Okay. Yes. Well, you're, Philly you're the game tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. And we're uh, this concludes another episode of the Andy and Amanda Show, and we'll be back again, as I said, Wednesday. Everybody have a great evening, day, morning, whatever time it is in your corner of the globe, and Amanda can sign us on off there. Okay. So on behalf of my wonderful co-host, Andy Kimball, in California, Hollywood, and myself, Amanda Love, here in the UK, thank you so much for joining us for another show, and uh, please, please come back and see us on Wednesday, and uh, we hope you enjoy. Take care of yourselves and keep smiling, and um, we'll see you then. And Lisa, thank you very much for your call and for joining the show. Anytime. Anytime. Absolutely. Okay, guys. I'll talk to you later. Have a good evening. Take care, Lisa. Bye bye now. All right. Talk to you later. Have a good time, Andy, at the ball game. And think of living as a boy.